Good evening, Bengals fans. This is the Back Row Bengals Sports Podcast. I am your host, Josh Miller. You can find me all over the place on Twitter, at TheDegenerateL1, for all your gambling needs. You can also find me on the University of Cincinnati Barstool page for all your University of Cincinnati uh, agendas. You can also listen to the Back Row Fantasy Show. Go to there on Twitter. That is our flagship station. But today we are talking about the Bengals and we have a very special guest. We have Bengals Twitter influencer, my friend and yours, Commissioner Yaz. Yaz, how are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you. Uh, that intro was perfect. It was beautiful and I'm blushing. Um, I'm very happy to be here, and I'm excited to talk about the Bengals. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, I notice you all over Twitter. Whenever the Bengals game is on, I always see a tweet from you. There's always some sort of content coming out. So what have you been doing for the uh, Bengals games? What have you been kind of into? I saw you were on a podcast recently. Yeah, so um, it's funny because my my Twitter has always been the same for years, and it's Mm -hmm. always just been like, these like witty sarcastic tweets mostly (laughs) sports-based but recently I just like decided to go full-blown bangles and I just realized it was picking up a lot of traction and I was like you know what I like am constantly thinking about them as it is (laughs) just run with this and it worked out I'm having a lot of fun um as far as like game days I would say that the pressure is on those days I feel like extra anxious on game days because I do get people messaging me like waiting for reactions or asking questions before the game a lot of people ask me about like Bengals players and fantasy and if they should be putting them in or keeping them on their bench and so on and sometimes I'm like this is a lot of pressure <laughs> but um I have a lot of fun with it so Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Well, Bengals Nation, I mean, I got to say we are the best fans out there considering the fact of how much we go through on a year-in and year-out basis. So, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about this year. So what, what has been your take on the Bengals team this year? Obviously very new, very different. What have you seen from the Bengals so far? So, yeah, definitely very new. And um, I feel like... I'm very excited. I'm excited about the future and especially just with everything we're seeing. And okay, so when I, let me just say this, this is not about like winning or losing for me. I'm just talking Mm -hmm. like strictly about the team. Right. Um, But when I watch them play, like I really like to like focus in on like who's doing good, who has the potential to grow and stuff like that. And I think Mm -hmm. we have so many players on both sides of the ball right now that are just young. And I mean, like, T. Higgins, Mike Thomas, they're growing. And, like, Tyler Boyd, I mean, he's been with us for a couple seasons, but he's getting better every season, which is great. And um, same thing with, like, Jesse Bates, who is just crushing it, but is also technically still a rookie. Um, But, I mean, like, I'm just – I'm looking at these players and I'm thinking – hey, right now it's really hard, but the future is bright. And, I mean, especially Joe Burrow, of course. But right. um, I think that a lot of people are very frustrated because we just don't like to lose. But I, I'm i excited. I mean, yeah, it's been very frustrating, and there's obviously places that we need to grow. But we went 2-14 and 14 last year. Did we expect to just come in this year and win 10 to 15 games? Like, I think if you're – realistic with yourself that just wasn't going to happen we didn't build our team enough to make that happen in one season but I think that the future is promising absolutely I 100% agree I mean you mentioned it with Jesse Bates I mean he's absolutely killing it at safety I think he's the highest 
graded safety in the NFL right now. I mean, you see the young guns out on defense and on offense. T. Higgins playing incredibly well. Tyler Boyd, while you know, while he's being a big part of our offense, still really young. But obviously, we can't go anywhere without talking about the man, Joe Burrow. I got one question for you. Is Joe Burrow our guy for the next 10 years? Is it going to be him? Yes, absolutely. And it actually makes me sad that it's only potentially. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry about that. I think I'm cutting out. Can yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, you were cutting out fine. for a second, so I was like, oh, no, am I cutting out? <laughs> no, you're um, fine. But I was going to say that I think that Joe Burrow is potentially a, our guy for 10 years, and I hope that he, like, is somehow a superhuman and gets to just keep playing in the <laughs> NFL beyond that because it makes me sad to think it's only 10. Right. But, no, I something that I really love about Joe is his mental game, and I think that... I mean, I've never played football, (laughs) but from an outsider's perspective, I do think that football is a big mental game. Mm -hmm. And I think that Burrow has the mentality to be in Cincinnati. I think to be a Cincinnati fan, to be a Cincinnati player, you need to be in a really good headspace because there's a lot that comes with it from the media, from the coaches, from feeling like they're not giving you enough weapons, from all the like trash talk from the past and so on. I think that you need to be really strong mentally to be able to play in Cincinnati. And I think that our players don't get enough credit for that. But I think that Joe is the perfect addition to this team to take us somewhere very special called the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would absolutely love it. And I 100% agree with you. And I hope he does play longer than 10 years. Whatever the gene that Tom Brady has hopefully got passed on to Joe Burrow somehow and he can just play forever and win six Super Bowls. But um, absolutely, I'm with you on this. Definitely the mental aspect of being in Cincinnati is different than any other team. There's a lot of criticism that goes with it and you're going to have to you know, win some games by yourself and that's just who Joe Burrow is. So while he is really impressed this year, I want to talk about also who are some other players that you've seen out there that have really impressed you that uh, maybe we didn't notice right away or, or just somebody who's had like a really good year so far? So, I mean, definitely I think that any Bengals fan would agree with me with T. Higgins just being able to like step in sometimes on those big plays. Um, Logan Wilson on defense, I think that although he had to miss a game from being injured, um, I think that he is making a big impact and I'm very excited about that. Um, CJ Uzama, I know that he got injured, and we're, we don't have him anymore, but at the very beginning of the season, I was very excited to see what he was going to bring to the table, and I kept telling everybody, like, draft him on your fantasy teams. He's going to be our breakout star, mm-hmm. and it's just so sad. I wish that he gets better soon and that next season he's able to come back and play with us and do a great job, but... Um, I just had to mention him because I am a big fan. Um, Jonah Williams, obviously, I think that it's nice to see him getting better. Um, I'm hoping, I mean, as far as like his athleticism, I'm just hoping to see him grow and really bring a lot more to our team. Um, Who else? I mean, I've tweeted about this nonstop, and I'm sure that I will say his name many more times, but Jesse Bates, Mm -hmm. I love what he's doing for us. Um, Carl Lawson, obviously, it was a little bit 
some Bengals fans are upset about having him start over Carlos, but I do think that it's great that we have somebody that's playing really well, and I hope that the Bengals hold on to him and that he's able to grow for us on defense. Um, yeah, I mean, DJ Reader, really sad about him getting injured, but I think that he did like bring a different edge to the defense, and I'm hoping that now that Gino's back, maybe Gino can step in and just like as a veteran just kind of command the defense and be like let's let's keep playing at this level because to be honest although Sunday was really hard I think the defense looked great and if they can just continue to build on that I think that other teams should be nervous about the Cincy defense uh, absolutely they, they've definitely gotten better from last year to this year with a lot of the additions now yeah obviously we've been hit with injuries but I, I agree with you I, I still think this defense can be very good I think their second half adjustments are really good however it just did not show in the last game like you said uh horrendous game 27 to 3 uh the defense however though did hold lamar to um i think he only had like a couple yards rushing he really wasn't very good um so what did you see from that game what do we need to fix uh honestly yeah just what did you see from that game so the funny thing about that game is that I had to watch it on my phone and it just it's oh, so much more frustrating when like you're watching on your phone, the Wi Fi is kinda of crappy, it's a little bit delayed. Like I just <laughs> wanna say Sunday I was so irritated on every level. Oh. Um but that was that was just yeah, that was a rough game. Listen, I think that on the offensive side of the ball, the reason that we weren't able to get anything going is a because the Ravens defense is really good and they're they're rated really well because they are a good defense but I also think that it was very evident that Joe Burrow was flustered and it was the first time that we've seen him play that way and I think that the past couple games when the opportunity has been there for Joe to be flustered and the rest of the team is kind of like following in his lead he hasn't done that he's really stepped up and been a leader and been like I'm going to make this play one way or another and I'm going to get us down that field and I think that maybe this game was the first time that it showed that he might have been in his head a little bit too much um which it happens it's okay I mean he is a rookie and I think that some people expect just way too much of him and I think that that was one factor that really played into it obviously AJ whether it was that he got hurt or that he didn't get hurt or maybe they just took him out because he was clearly frustrated with not getting enough targets or not completing plays um I think that like when stuff like that starts to happen it messes mentally again I think football is a huge mental game mm-hmm. I think it messes mentally with everybody around and a reason that I really love Joe Mixon is because I feel like when things like this start to happen For some reason, I just always observe that Joe Mixon is kind of the one that still has his head in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that we would pass to Joe Mixon more because I feel like sometimes he's a great player, but I feel like sometimes just running straight into the pile and like trying to get through, there's just no holes for him to get through there. They're not opening up anything for him. And I just feel like if we just drop back for a couple seconds and then pass to him even if it's just a short little shovel pass I think that it could really make him explode like we saw happen versus the Jags um I just wish that we could just utilize him a little bit better because he really is so good and then on defense honestly defense the defense did their job I think that they did their job and especially playing against such a good 
offense and being able to hold Lamar where they did, I wasn't upset with them. I truly was like, you know what, you guys, like you get a pass this week. The thing that we really need to focus on is our offense and being able to like face those hard games and still get over the hump and keep your head in the game. Because sometimes I say like, the team that's going to win the game is the team that can kind of shut out all the noise and just like hold it together. And Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like it was very obvious that the Bengals like weren't able to do that on the offensive side of the ball on Sunday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to go back to the point that you made is that, that Joe Burrow, we have to remember he is a rookie. He did look flustered and this is the first time we've seen it. I mean, he's been, he was sacked like I think seven times in that game and he finally got flustered and you know you're right and we have to realize like he's gonna have those games he is a rookie i mean even if you're not a rookie getting sacked seven times isn't exactly gonna do you know very good for your uh you know dropping back anymore and uh yeah you're absolutely right and with aj green i want to go back to that because that has been such a huge controversy and i have yet to address it because i wanted to address it with you on the show So we so we saw the video on Twitter. If you're a Bengals fan, you've definitely seen it. Is AJ Green seemingly mouthed the words "just trade me"? Now he did come out today at a press conference and say that that he didn't say that or that wasn't the context. I wanted to ask you, what was your take on that? What do you think he was trying to say? Where is AJ Green's mental state right now with the Bengals? Okay, so <laughs> this is kind of funny, but I honestly clicked. I saw, I think it was like um, Sad Cincy Fan or something yeah. like that posted the video. And mm-hmm. I saw it and I saw the caption and I was like, I'm not even going to watch this. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, fine, I'm going to watch this. Right. But as as a fan, I was like, I'm not, I'm not prepared to face that yet. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to know. And I mean, it was very obvious that it says trade me. Um, or that he said trade me or something along those lines. But what I take away from it is that we all get frustrated and he admitted in his press conference today that he was frustrated and that he had good communication with Zach Taylor and so on. And I think that we need to remember, maybe let's look at it this way. When Bengals fans see our team do something wrong they go on twitter and they get very angry and they say a lot of very mean things and then later they go back and they're like well shoot maybe i shouldn't have talked about them like that because it really wasn't that way maybe aj okay let me just say this if aj green did say if you're not going to use me trade me i'm not mad at him Mm. he is allowed to feel that way we all get angry sometimes he we have to remember he's like a what seven eight time pro bowler he literally has brought us so much happiness in cincinnati and mm-hmm. has brought us such amazing plays in the past and really has dedicated his game to us and has said so many times that he wants to retire a bangle and i think that him having a couple bad games after coming off of an injury and then injury and not playing for so long and then injuring himself again during the off season and not getting as many practice reps and stuff, we can't Mm -hmm. hold that over his head. And I understand that some people are like, if he doesn't want to be in Cincinnati, he needs to get out. But I want to tell those people, be realistic. Mm -hmm. Like if we were in that situation of knowing how good we could be and what our potential is, it could also be that he's frustrated with not getting enough targets or not being as involved in the game. But it could also be that he's just frustrated with himself at the fact that he can tell that he can't play at that level anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that we just need to like 
ease up on the AJ Green hate a little bit, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, if anything, we should be we should be glad that he's getting frustrated because he sh- he could be sitting here saying like they're not passing the ball to me, not my problem. But he's sitting here saying, hey, I'm not involved in this game and I want to be involved and I'm going to keep working at it. So I think that he had a hiccup and I don't think that he actually wants to be traded. He mentioned today that he wants to continue playing for this team. So I think that if we can just find some chemistry with him and Joe, it's just something to shake off and move forward from. Yeah, so I mean, now I, I kind of have to put you on the hot seat. I, I got to ask this question. So I mean, you are a big advocate for uh, AJ Green and saying we should ease up a little bit. However, he is, his contract is up at the end of this year. Are you signing him to a long term deal if you're the Blackburns? A long term deal, probably not. Um, to be honest, just because we need to be realistic with ourselves, he is. 32 years old and I mean maybe he can continue working out and he can keep playing through his 30s but at the same time like is that something that he's going to want to do is he going to want to be 35 and still playing football we don't really know but if he continues to work out this season doesn't injure that hamstring more and just continues or begins to produce for us then maybe yeah let's sign him to a short-term deal um one to two years if we have the money but I think that that really depends on how much we see Tyler Boyd grow Mike Thomas um Alex Erickson my boy John Ross if they'll just give Uh, him another chance uh, um I think it really just depends on how the rest of the season plays out at this moment in time right now do I re-sign AJ Green to a long-term deal no Okay, I got you. Your boy, John Ross. I- I'm sorry. This is kind of a low-key anti-John Ross podcast. No. Why-, why are you sticking up for John Ross? I got to know. I think um, the reason that I'm sticking up for John Ross, let me think about this. I have, well. I'll let you say your piece. I promise. I won't say anything. Yeah, it's okay. I think that it's something between the fact that when we got John Ross, I was very excited about the fact that he um, was like so fast in his speed. And I think that we see Joe Burrow throwing those deep balls. And I mean, I think he's had some to T. I think he's had a, a couple of AJ where they just can't get the separation or they're not getting there in time or they're being overthrown. And I just wish that we could. I look at John Ross like this, like prototype that if we could just take him and mold him, he's young, he's 24 years old. If we could just mold him into what we need for Joe Burrow, I think that that duo could be very dangerous. He has the speed, he just needs to catch, but he has Mm -hmm. the speed and he's young. And I think that if we just, maybe I, the coaching, the coaching just, I need a coach to take him and be like, (laughs) like pull a, Belichick and be like let me mold you into exactly what I need you to be for this team and I think that he could do it but obviously we haven't seen him produce and I understand why people are frustrated and why people are asking for him to be traded but do you honestly think that he could be traded right now with not having anything to really show for this season I don't think so I say Mm -hmm. make him practice a little bit more put him on the field for a couple snaps make him look good and then trade him for something that is worth more don't trade him right now when he hasn't shown anything you know 
Right, absolutely. So, okay, so here, I'll make you a deal. If John Ross has two touchdowns this Sunday, I'll have you back on the podcast, and you could tell me. <laughs> we, we will have a full 20 minutes where we just praise John Ross, all right? Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. Yes, I we, love that. All right, we'll do that. I'll put it in my calendar. So, obviously, let's talk about this Sunday. It, it seems like a tough game, but honestly, to me, it seems like a winnable game. The Bengals got the Colts this week. How do you feel about this matchup? Yeah, so I think that this game is definitely winnable because of the fact that I bet Joe Burrow is so dang frustrated, and I think that he wants to prove. He strikes me as the type of person that'll do something one time, and if everybody's not satisfied with the results, he's like, let me do it again, just because he wants to prove himself, even though the first time may have been okay. He just strikes me as that type of person, and I kind of feel like, he internally is like, I need to just go off this game. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the Colts often, uh, offense, um, as far as like Philip Rivers, I think they definitely can be shaken. I think that if our defense plays the way they did last week and just holds their ground, I think that we can pick some interceptions off of Philip Rivers mm -hmm. for sure. I mean, we have to remember he's old and uh, yeah. although he was amazing uh he is a very good football player i do think that we can get in his head and we can get to him um as far as the colts defense they are strong but i think that um yeah i just i hope that the team i i've said this a couple times like maybe on twitter or to people this week but I hope that the game against the Ravens was a wake-up call, and now that this week the offense is just really hungry to get after the Colts. Um, and, I mean, the Colts lost to the Jags at the beginning of the season, and we beat the Jags, and I know that it's it's just a game and anyone can win any game, but I'm saying if that's possible, then why can't we, you know? Right. Uh, they are a good football team, though. They are a good football team, so I do agree with you when you say that this is a winnable game, but it's going to be hard. They're going to have to put up a lot of points, especially because the Colts have been putting up a lot of points mm -hmm. all season, and we're going to have to do the same. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, give me your final. I got to get your final score prediction. What do you think it's going to oh, be? Oh no! Oh yeah. So I, I'll tell you, I don't do score predictions because You're going I, think now. I jinx them. Uh, you jinx it? Uh, I got to hear it. Yeah. Okay, so now you're saying that, I'm telling you, you're going to get this right. You're going to get it right here, and oh it's going to be exactly right. You think I'm going to get it right. Okay, yeah. well, if you think I'm going to get it right, then I think I'm going to get it right. Um, I say the Bengals put up – oh, man, let me really think about this. We're gonna. I, I would like to see the Bengals hold the Colts to 20 points and i would like to see the Bengals hit 23 or 27 and take this one home and get our second win of the season all right so it's gonna that be is lower scoring than what we have been kind of used to but i think the spotlight is going to be on our defense mm -hmm. again and if they could hold the ravens to 20 points they could definitely hold the colts to 20 as well right i gotcha okay so your final your final is going to be 20 to 23 bangles or 20 to 27 bangles giving you two yep. options here okay yeah all right i can yeah. get with that all right so what's I, yours what's yours i would like to hear yours my prediction i'd say it's gonna be lower scoring but i think joe burrow's gonna get it done i think i'm gonna go with 21 28 the Bengals win by a touchdown okay yeah okay I see it. nice yes. yeah i 
And I also am, I'm predicting at least, at least one Philip Rivers interception. One <laughs> Philip Rivers interception. I would, trust me, I, I'm hoping for more. Who's going to pick it off? Jesse Bates? Uh, why did for some reason right when you said that i wanted to say jesse bates or logan wilson but the first person that came into my head was william jackson (laughs) william jackson the third hey i would love to see him get another i would love to see him get a pick i think josh Bynes. um did he get one last game or he forced a fumble he did something but Mm. it was random and i was like i was like okay i like you so you know what (laughs) anybody on the defense i I love the defense. I mm. that's like uh, when I pick my favorite players. I always pick players on defense. So um, I'm hoping it's one of them. Right? Yeah. You're hoping it's somebody on defense that gets the pick. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would hope so too. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant either William Jackson, Jesse Bates, Logan right. Wilson, Josh Pines. <laughs> really, essentially anyone, anybody that wants to pick it. Anybody, anybody at all. It can, it can be Geno Atkins. I would love to see that interception. Oh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> that would be great. So after this, we got the rest of the season, and obviously it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a grind. Don't know if we're going to make the playoffs, but what would, what would you say? What are your predictions for the rest of the year? How do you think it's going to go? Oh, man. So I know that the next couple games are going to be difficult. I think I saw on Twitter somebody said that our next like five games stretch starting with the Ravens is a tough one. So it's Colts, Browns, mm-hmm. Titans, who like looked weirdly good on Tuesday. That was oh, annoying. Yeah. And then the Steelers. Um, but then after that, our schedule really gives up and it's Washington, Giants, Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think these next couple games, like through November, I think we're going to be frustrated fans. And then I think end of November, like around Thanksgiving to mid-December, we're going to be feeling good. I think that um, I think we definitely get a couple more wins, maybe like four, five wins this season. That's what I'm shooting for. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we will beat the Steelers or the Ravens. We're definitely beating the Browns next time around. Let me tell you that. I think it's yes. two weeks away. We're definitely taking them down, but I would love to see us take down the Steelers or the Ravens at least once this season, which um, might make some people mad that I think that we can't, but it, that's not it. I just think that they're both playing great football right now, and right. it sucks to admit, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that November is going to be a little frustrating, but once we get into December, I think that we'll be looking good, probably pick up three to four wins, hopefully in a row. It would be nice if we could just take Washington, the Giants, Dolphins, and Cowboys down mm-hmm. all in a row. I would love that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, I, so I got one more question for you. Now, obviously, we're – this is a season that is is probably not going to be our Super Bowl run, but we are setting up for the next couple of years. And in order to have a Super Bowl run, you got to have a great coach. Do you think Zach Taylor is the answer long term for the Cincinnati Bengals? Oh God, I don't want to answer this. Oh yeah, <laughs> this one I say this one I did not send you before the show. Yeah, so I think that Zach Taylor needs to toughen up a little bit Mm -hmm. i think that he's we need to see more aggression out of him i think that zach taylor could be the answer long term if he's aggressive enough to fill the positions around him Mm -hmm. with good people right um i think that 
Zach Taylor could definitely be the answer because he he is a good person. He seems like he listens to the players. Um, mm-hmm. He is honest. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I think that Zach Taylor is a good person, but he needs help, and I don't think he will be able to do it alone or with the coaching staff that we have at this exact moment. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I think that if he was like, I think there's been like. Obviously, Mike Zimmer is in the hot seat because of, um, mm-hmm. what's it called, just the Vikings being bad right now. But I saw somebody say, like, what if Mike Zimmer got fired and came back to the Bengals? And oh. you know what? When he was our DC, I thought he was great. So I'm like, maybe if we bring somebody just, like, really mm-hmm. – if we bring aggressive people around Zach Taylor, I think it could happen. If it's going to be the same coaching staff that we – got to move on because i don't think it's going to take us to a super bowl absolutely hey i'm all for mike zimmer coming back to the natty i i 100 agree with you on that well commission i gotta say i want to thank you so much for coming on it was a great time thank you so much this is usually the part of the show let you plug anything that you are doing right now anything you want people to see follow go ahead and let it out now yeah thank you so much i actually really enjoyed this conversation Um, absolutely and i'm happy that i'm here hopefully i get to come back um but yeah so if anybody wants to follow me my twitter is commissioner yaz which is just at uh oh actually my at is at yo yasmin which is y-o-y-a-s-m-i-n-n um and then my Instagram is linked on there. I honestly am not as active or interesting on Instagram as I am on Twitter. So I would definitely love a follow on Twitter. And I look forward to having new Twitter friends soon. There you go. Commissioner Yaz, Yo Yasmin on Twitter. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming. And I, like I said, two touchdowns. You get to come back on. And we get to have a full 20 minutes where all we do is we talk about how much we love John Ross. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I can't wait. Thank Uh, you so much. Thank you so much. We'll have you back on soon, okay? All right, bye. All right, have a good one. Bye. That was Commissioner Yaz on Twitter. And uh, she's a great person. want to thank her so much for coming on. We'll have her back on. Uh, Leave your comments below. Bengals got the Colts uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday. I am very excited for that matchup. I think we are going to win. All right, you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. I know we only had... Uh, one show this week uh, again just a lot of stuff going on uh, a lot of lot of big stuff going on and uh, I'll let it uh, come out soon uh, hopefully a lot of movement in the process and uh, maybe you'll see your boy on a uh, national brand uh, thank you guys so much for listening again who day let's go beat the Colts let's go get a good one all right I'll see you guys later bye bye